Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 199 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your other host, Andy. Uh, 199. We've been doing this for too long. This is What a Beautiful Podcast, a show on the internet about comic books. How are you, Jack? I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm glad your lament came before the title of the podcast. Like, it, people know what they're getting. They oh, know yeah. That they're getting pain and suffering uh, before they know what it actually is they're listening to. Well, listen, this is your this first is... episode. Hello yeah. and goodbye. This is What a Beautiful Podcast. It's Sean the Internet about comics. Second, first, it's a show about two knuckleheads having a weekly existential crisis so <laughs> yeah trying to like struggle through it's like interpretive dance but through um reading comics yeah like if reading comics were an active like an active sport like this is what it would be <laughs> and somehow we still come in stupid. last place <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're not even good at the sport we're professionally bad at everything we do there's a certain there's a certain cachet that comes with being the worst at something. Like people will remember the best. They remember the worst. They oh, don't yeah. remember anybody in between. No. But mm. on that note, welcome back to What a Beautiful Podcast. We got comics to read. We got people to see, things to do, and I don't have anything exciting to talk about. Do you have anything exciting to talk about, Jack? Because all I've been doing is playing Final Fantasy fourteen and and surviving uh yeah that's about it final fantasy 14 and like thick sci-fi books well kind of thick sci-fi books that's interesting and new oh yeah i read a book because what sometimes what i like to do is go down the hugo award winners for science fiction because there is some whack stuff on there Uh uh-huh um and i've read a bunch of uh what's like one in the last couple years and then there's this book uh, that has four E's in the name. Um, and the, the title, how it's supposed to be read, is Seven Eves. But if it's all lowercase, it just looks like nonsense. Um, uh, because it's... Oh, I'm just realizing now that Seven Eves is a... Oh, yep, it's a palindrome. I feel like an idiot. Ah, okay. uh, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you Jack! Think? Um, but it's was really good. It's going to be turned into a movie, and all you need to know is the first sentence starts: um, "The moon blew up, comma for no apparent reason." <laughs> it is nine hundred and fifty pages, and it was awesome. <laughs> that reminds me of the first page of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's just the best first page. Have you ever read that, Jack? Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it was the first page. How did it go? It goes like, um, in the beginning, uh, the universe was created. Uh, people have And con- most people thought this was a terrible idea. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> most people agreed that this was a poor decision. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to find it. But yeah, like, books like that, uh, Gunslinger is another one. Yeah, you you've gone through that like man in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed, like yeah, ooh. just absolutely classic. Ha. Yeah, um, but super good hard sci fi. If you like the description of orbital mechanics and uh, nuclear physics alongside like bonkers speculative fiction, read it. It's it's big, but it goes down so smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. that's real books without pictures. Oh, what are those? Disgusting. Unclean. I don't I don't touch those. I don't know how to read. I uh... No, few people do these days. It's a lost art. <laughs> okay, oh, wait, I, I found it. So, the, the quote goes, the, sto- the story so far. In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. 
<laughs> oh, because you know why? This was this was from the second book, actually. I got that confused. It's not from Hitchhiker's oh, Guide. Oh, Restaurant it's from at the restaurant End of the Universe. universe. Yeah. Mm, that would make sense with the way that book goes. Yeah. I think I think I like like Restaurant at the End of the Universe is a better book than Hitchhiker's Guide. Probably. I read the whole series a very, very long time ago. I have read, read, reread the first one and seen multiple different adaptations of it a bunch of times. So the first one's always fresher in my brain. And I think that line just kind of stuck with me and I assumed it was from the beginning of the first book. Because yeah. you know why I thought that? Because it's from the beginning of the second book, but that line was used in the Hollywood adaptation at the beginning of the movie. Right. That's that why I thought that. That movie is good. I that love that movie. Good. That movie is great. It's not as good as the BBC TV adaptation, the miniseries, if you ever saw that. Oh, yeah. I've seen <laughs> clips of that with Zaphod's, like, head. Yeah, it's the yeah. production values are dog shit, but the actual writing and acting in it is, like, just classic dry British humor. It's so good. Oh, yeah. But That's the Hollywood one shows. is underrated. The cast in that is great. Yeah. Like, how do you find a yeah, better... Freeman? Like, Martin Freeman was perfect for that role. Literally, literally um, perfect. Most deaf. <laughs> like, that that was brilliant casting. Because yeah. it, it worked really well. And it, was it Edward Norton or Sam Rockwell as uh, Zaphod? Uh, I don't... It wasn't Ed Norton. I don't think okay. it was. I think it was Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Had... Man, uh, what's his name? Doug Adams is a fucking genius. If you haven't read these books, either do it because they're very snappy reads. They're like yeah, they're like two hundred pages tops. Like, yeah, stop. Like, we'll we'll settle in on this for a little bit. Yeah, uh, stop at number five. Do not read. I know that you're like, oh, but there's a sixth one, and the name is different on it. But don't stop. Like, full stop. Do not read and another thing. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's very yeah. Fair. Have you have you read that one? A, a long the, time ago. I I like. I think I was like in middle school. I read every single one of them because like the first one, you know, because you know why the first Hitchhiker's Guide was on a school reading list. It was the only time I ever found something on a school reading list that I actually enjoyed. So I read all of them, and it was great. Yeah, that that would track. That mine was uh, Catch Twenty Two for yeah. that. Um, but the guy who wrote the Artemis Fowl books, like, was tapped to write a sixth book after, uh, Doug Adams died, and, like, not good. Yeah, not good. yeah, it's usually a bad idea, especially with such a unique talent like Douglas Adams, like, anything that he wrote, you can, like, see his unique stamp on it, like, he can't replicate that. No, you, and if you try, you get something that's, like, Uncanny Valley, but for writing. Right, like it's even very... like you watch old Doctor Who episodes, and you turn and you get to one that he wrote, and you can even if you don't know him, you know something mm-hmm. is different immediately. Like it, it's yeah. such a unique style that just I don't know one of the one of the best writers that I've read in my opinion. I think he's mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah, yeah, all of his essays and stuff, like all the stuff that's not Hitchhiker's Guide, is good too. Yeah, he's done a lot of great work. It's it's awesome. Read some books, guys. Give it a shot. I don't read do it as book. often as I should, but I think most of us read would say book. the same thing. Read a read a book. Read a book. Yeah, read a fucking book. We're gonna um, read books that have pictures, though. So for babies, yeah, baby, comic books, baby books. Starting baby with uh, books. number one, baby book, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Part Seven, Steel Ball Run, Chapter Sixty, Both Sides Now, Part One. And on the cover, Gyro looking very pretty and with his hat bigger than it should be. <laughs> well, I know we're I know we're in the bigger Johnny timeline now, but <laughs> oh, we're in the bigger Johnny because Johnny died. Right? <laughs> like, what if Gyro made a bigger hat? What if what if Gyro made his hat a little bit bigger, like every well, Gyro's week, but he hat wasn't telling Johnny. <laughs> Gyra's hat is his totem so that he can tell whether he's in the normal Johnny timeline or the bigger Johnny timeline. He needs some way to identify where he is. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it stretches. Mo- oh, moving on horse stuff. <laughs> horse stuff. This is a horse chapter. Uh, this close up of slow dancers. <laughs> 
no. It looks like a stand face. It looks like a, yeah. It looks like an eye, like eyes and a mouth. Okay, it's. I know it, that's a mouth, but its nostrils look like a. It looks like a face. It's horrifying. Yeah, it, it looks like hey ya, like <laughs> it looks like it's about to start yelling at Poco Loco. Oh my God! Announcer Coon. Okay, here we Announcer go. Announcer Coon's here. We're at Benjamin Franklin Parkway, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, December the twenty eighth, eighteen ninety, at three fifty one in the afternoon. Ooh, you think when he's picking out these times, he's like, if I did like three thirty, that'd be a little too basic, right? I gotta make it three fifty one. Three forty two and sixty and sixty seconds. Yeah, like doing it on the quarter or on the half is too easy, you know. You got amateur to... hour even. Yeah, it, it, I don't know about you, Jack. That would absolutely shatter my suspension of disbelief if it said three thirty. <laughs> No one, rem- no one act- like looks at their watch and it's actually three thirty. Doesn't happen. <laughs> Only if you're watching the clock all day, which back in the office days, remember offices used to do that all the time. <sighs> I have like eight twenty-four hour digital readout clocks looking at me from every direction. <laughs> I never forget the time. <laughs> anyway, tick tock, tick tock. Anyway, announcer Kim. Announcer Kim. And here we are in one of the country's oldest cities, our former capital, where famous men like Benjamin Franklin and Thomas Jefferson resided. This brand new parkway was also the site of the 1876 Continent Centennial Exposition. And now approaching us from the Southern Residential District are... Scroll. Gyro Zeppelin, coming in at 6th, and in 7th place is Johnny Joestar. But it looks like our two racers have thoroughly exhausted themselves during this stage. Gyro Zeppelin even has his eyes cast down towards the ground. They finished roughly 45 minutes behind first place. This is especially disappointing, considering that they were the fan favorites in this stage's bet. Mmm... Because they got hit with a stand with esoteric powers. Uh-huh. Uh, look at this crowd in this bottom left panel. Like this one guy that's pointing at Gyro and John. Yeah! Like, yeah! 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 <laughs> Johnny's very sad because uh, Valentine stole the corpse. We have nothing to work off of anymore. He took all of the corpse parts. The part of the spine, the lower half, all of it. We'll never be able to find the final part that should still be hidden around somewhere. The remaining head. What do we do, Gyro? We don't have much time. What am I supposed to do now? Um, uh, is this... Are these fucking rock people in the back? <laughs> like, this is this looks like that one rock guy that uh, Tsurugi made think a bus was Jobin. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy in the middle in this panel, he just... In the panel with Johnny talking, it just looks like... Um, Bohemian Rhapsody guy. <laughs> Not wrong. Anyway, um, uh, these, these weird hoodlums pull out guns, but then they're shot by Johnny's yeah, they, they, dismembered. Yep. <laughs> Tusk yep, Act 3 they, sucks. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. like it. <laughs> yeah, so three of them try to assassinate Gyro. Um Johnny uses his uh, slurping powers. Uh, still has a stand, even though all the parts of the corpse got taken away from him. Worth pointing out. Yeah. Um, and shoots through the hands of the would-be assassins. Their fingers fall off. The gun falls off. They're, they're out skis. Um, and then another one tries to point a gun at them, uh, but gets hit with the steel ball and turns the gun on himself. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We don't even get to see what happens. <laughs> No, the the boys are very tired. Mm-hmm. And besides, it seems like the only reason we were gathered here in this race across the continent was to seek out the corpse parts. I'm sure the president won't hesitate to hunt us down. The only thing he has left to do is dispose of us. Listen, Johnny, I think just being able to finish this race in one piece is a damn good consolation prize. The president wasn't able to finish a Oh, God. The president wasn't able to finish us off back there. He didn't even manage to wound you back in Gettysburg. That's what I call being given another chance. We haven't been forsaken just yet. Look, it looks like luck is on our side. Take a look at that ranking chart. Ooh, number one, Diego Brando. Number two, Norris Higashikata. 
Followed by Poco Loco. <laughs> oh, weird. It's Dio. Awesome, huh? That bastard. He made a comeback. He was in first place. And that means he still has the left eye with him, right? You think so too? Yeah, this is an opportunity for a breakthrough. We still didn't repay him for that shit with Sandman either. We're gonna ambush him and take his left eye by force. The ghost sign still flashing. Johnny, intrigued. Uh, eighth stage, both sides now. Philadelphia to New Jersey. Wait. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to New Jersey, New Jersey. <laughs> New Pretty Jersey sure is just a, New Jersey City. just a hole in the ground called New Jersey. There is no cities. There is no towns. There is no it's districts. Just void. It's just New Jersey. New Jersey. Uh, estimated time, two days. We'll continue straight to the ninth stage. New York City. Participants, 52. Um... Oh, yeah, Steven Steele's here, mm -hmm. uh, figuring out that his wife actually wasn't murdered. Uh, uh, that was Lucy. No matter how I look at it, that was my beloved Lucy. But it couldn't have been the real Lucy. I could tell there's danger afoot. I buried her and declared her dead, but that was a different woman. And who is it that really died? And where is my Lucy now? Is it my fault? I can't tell anyone about this. A steel ball run race, unbeknownst to me, was filled with people called stand users. Even the president was involved. And if there is a stand that had the ability to mimic faces or figures, but why would someone choose to impersonate my wife and not me? Lucy is just a 14-year-old housewife. She has no involvement in politics or even this race. Thanks, Jack. What? <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I, read, I read what's on the page, but I also fill in the blanks. <laughs> What is it, then? What has she gotten involved in? Oh, please let her be all right. Um, has a picture of Lucy, has a picture of the president uh, with Scarlet, uh, switches between them. What's wrong? You can't sleep because you're worried about the race? You were having a bad dream. Do you learn how to read lips in the army like one would learn how to cook? I'm going to take a quick stroll before I come home. Last person to see Lucy in Chicago was, it was, the first lady. And after that, she drowned. And looking at Scarlet's, Scarlet, quote-unquote, build versus Lucy, um, and rips out, God, there's just three pages of this. <laughs> of Steven, like, comparing the two and realizing that they line up exactly, like, the build is the same. It can't be. It can't be. This... What? What is happening to Lucy right now? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, my uh, God. I get to do Magenta Magenta and Steven Steele? <gasps> Excuse me. Can I have a moment? Can you hold this for me? Oh, God. <laughs> um, and remember, Magenta Magenta was done in by the fact that a bullet he shot into the air came tumbling back down, uh, slicing him in the face. So it didn't actually go through his head, it just cut his entire face. Correct. That, that's the luckiest shit I ever heard. If we just, if we just had airplanes, it would have been fine. I could have taken care of my wound faster. Without having to stay in that shit freezing cold for two damn weeks. And how I get these damn migraines, and I drip snot and drool all crazy all the fucking time. Ah, oh, excuse me, can you hold that ruler sideways? Yeah, like that. I can't get a good grasp of distance, you know. Hand Steven a ruler. Who are you? Do you want something? Want something? No, I don't really need anything right now. Uh, and is using the ruler... <laughs> to gauge uh, a shot from a pistol on the other side of the stagecoach that Steven is in. And he's just, like, kind of gauging distance, like, eh, all right. We don't need you anymore. Two centimeters to the left. Around here. Bang. Um, cut to exterior of the carriage. Wake-a-peepo is still alive. 
mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy. All, all the players are falling into place. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Gyro, this is the unfortunate reality. Mrs. Steele was found dead on the bank of the Chicago River. I saw the corpse that they buried with my own eyes. Protecting her was no longer possible. No, that was Hot Pants. That's his ability. There's got to be something else. Look into this a bit more. Hot Pants probably won't tell you about Lucy, but Lucy is probably where the president is. I understand, but I will not kill the president. I will protect Mrs. Steele with everything that I have. But I, an Italian man, are so patriotic that I would never harm the president of the United States of America. I refuse to collect the corpse parts, nor will I go against this country. I made myself a servant of this country once. I cannot break my own rules. Ugh, you're a complicated one, Wekapipo. But please... Lucy probably looks like someone else at the moment, and Mr. Steele might have caught on by now. We don't have a lot of time. Find her and protect her. Uh, Wake of Peepo, outside the carriage, sees the shot, um, is about to be shot by Magenta Magenta, who's on top of the stagecoach. Mr. Steele? Mr. Steele? Bleeding sounds. How did he get out of this one? I can't remember. <laughs> oh, Steven? Yeah. Um, I think he just doesn't die. Oh, okay. It can't be. What in the world? Leans in. Awake of Peepo sees Magenta's shadow uh, overlooking him. Dodges real quick the bullet and throws Wrecking Ball through the roof of the stagecoach up to Magenta. Ugh, shit. Jeez, damn it. What? Impossible. Was that? No! <laughs> Wake up, people. I thought I'd find you eventually if I kept on tracking steel. I purposefully didn't hit you right in the vitals. Since you're older, I'll be more respectful. I'll rip your limbs apart first, one by one. For you, I'll make sure you, to let you have a taste of the worst kind of living hell and kill you slowly, Mr. High and Mighty. Throws Wrecking Ball... And, uh, Magenta armors a... Yeah, Magenta uses, a I am a rock. No, that's not this one. No, I am a rock Fuck. is part eight. <laughs> it's the same... Magenta, Magenta. Never forget that the first stand battle with a rock person in part eight is named I am a rock. Never forget. <laughs> 20th century boy. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, takes the hit, keeps on trucking. Wake a peepo, goes to try to stab Magenta, throw wrecking ball in him, like blocks all of it. Twentieth century boy means he cannot be harmed. Mm-hmm. What is the meaning of this? It's Magenta. He survived in that frozen street. I cannot kill Magenta until he himself deactivates his defensive stand. But more importantly, what is he doing here? Why would underling trash like Magenta be here tracking Mr. Steele on his own? Could it be? Is he looking for Lucy Steele? Back at the street, he must have been listening to our conversation and now he's here for the money and revenge. Huh? Mr. Steele! Mr. Steele, can you hear me? I am not your enemy! Your wound is not fatal. I cannot let you die here. Please try and hold on. You! What are you doing on top of Mr. Steele's carriage? Stop the carriage this instant. Any further and you'll be trespassing on maximum security government property. If you do not stop the carriage, we'll be authorized to shoot. Hmm. Hmm. If I keep going, I'll reach the Philadelphia Independence Square. President Valentine is currently in that building. I must dispose of Magenta right here, right now. He knows Lucy Steele's identity. Lucy Steele is the First Lady. Hey, you! Uh, wrecking Ball gets thrown. Left side of Taxia. All the cops are blind. Mm-hmm. Left side of Taxia. December 28th, 2.45 in the afternoon. Gyrozeppoli, Johnny Joestar. One hour until they reach the goal. And then... Cut back to Funny Valentine doing the most uh, cliched-ass villain thing and here strumming a violin. 
<laughs> yep, strumming a violin. I'm sure this is a famous violin part. Uh, to uh, Lucy Steele disguised as Scarlet Valentine. It's been a while since I saw you last. The last time we did it, drink tea together, playing music together, relax together, was in Chicago, I believe. The massive amount of work that I've been doing since the start of the race will be coming to an end soon. Grabs, uh, Lucy. But you, something, something is different about you today. Your page flipping is is expertly done today, much better than before. The timing of your flips was perfectly synchronized with my playing. Your instinct was completely spot on. Very pleasant. Uh, Starts to feel up Lucy Steele. (laughs) If this hand that's touching me right now, if it slides any higher, and even if he is the president, if he tries to kiss me, I'll bite my tongue off and die. If he finds out my identity, I'll bite my tongue off too. Hmm. I'm the same as usual. It must be because it's been a while. I enjoyed you playing very much, Sir President. <laughs> this is face here. It's just... <laughs> yeah, it's... This is like a part one face. Yeah, uh, this, like... this, un, this like halfway to buff Valentine is just weird. <laughs> it's super creepy. Hmm. You're being cute. Very cute. This is odd. The way you move, it's pleasant. Plop. Out comes the right eye. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, Valentine hears this. Uh, Lucy sees this. Is terrified. Um, goes to grab the, the president and bring him in for a kiss. It The eye. It fell from my pocket by itself. Why? Is everything nearing an end already here in Philadelphia? It can't be. Are the other corpse parts near I? The eye is reacting to something. The president, he must have gotten all the parts. Dun, and dun, we, dun. we see that the eye, the door of the eye is rolling towards is the room where the rest of the corpse is sitting. Oh boy. Yeah, we're, we're doing it. Can't even uh, speculate about the next chapter right now because Mongadex is dead. Oh, did it work this time? No, that just loaded the last chapter. Okay, it's working again. Mongadex being weird today, but Mongadex. Uh, but yeah, our, our only friend in these trouble times. Coming next time, we're gonna find out how this ugly old man ended up marrying a fourteen-year-old girl. <laughs> And it's actually not as gross as we've joked about. I mean, it's still weird, but it's actually kind of wholesome in a way. Yeah, it's wholesome for 1890. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You gotta put yourself in that position. Things things were a little different back then. Just just a little bit. A tiny bit. Just a little bit. bit Anyway, speaking of things that are gross on purpose, uh, Dragon Ball... Yeah, the five champions. Oh, uh, yeah. So we last left off. Uh, Goku and the gang have gone to see Fortune Teller Baba to find out where the last remaining Dragon Ball is. Yeah, and because Fortune- it wasn't showing up on the radar. Uh, Baba can tell you anything for either like a really big cost or beating her champions in the ring. Yep, she's a greedy old tag. So now the the team, the dragon team, needs to take on some weirdos. So Are they called the dragon team? <laughs> no, I just called them that. <laughs> oh, okay. The dragon boys. The dragon boys. All right. Anyway, here's Yamcha. So if we just fight. Oh, wait, this is chapter 99, by the way. Just probably, mm-hmm. probably good to point that out. So if we just fight five of your fighters in order and win, then you'll give us a fortune for free. Yes. But you are all just a bunch of children. There's no way you'll win. You should just give up here. No, we'll do it, right, guys? Of course. This sounds fun. Can can I just watch? Me too. It'll be us three, then. Huh. You three versus my five. Oh, you've got some confidence. (laughs) Poor lady, you don't know what you're getting into. What are the rules? 
There are none. If you give up or fall into the lake, you lose. Now let's begin. Who will go first? I will. Do your best, Krillin. Krillin. God, does Krillin die here? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. You probably won't even need to come out, Goku. I'll take on five myself. This brings back memories of the Tenkaichi Budokai. Dracula Man, come out! <laughs> Dracula Man? That's a weird name. Uh, here's Dracula Man. <laughs> a what? bat? It's just a bat. I'm supposed to fight this? <laughs> <sighs> ah! He turned into a person! What a weirdo. Is, is he a kickboxer? <laughs> uh, do you you want to take Krillin so I can voice Dracula man? Oh yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> he looks pretty weak. Okay, begin the battle. I'll begin lightly just to see what he's got. Ha! Uh, turns into a bat, flies what? around in the air, confuses Krillin. What? He turned into a bat again. He's fast! Damn, damn it! He's too fast! Uh, Dragon Man becomes person-shaped again, pops out of his uh, bat form, and just chomps down on Krillin's head. I don't think Dracula yeah. Man has any lines, Jack. Or you just want to read these grunts. <laughs> That's... Alright, I'll go back to doing Krillin then. Okay. Yeah! Yeah! Where, gotcha. are, where are we? Oh, whoa! Left. He's sucking blood! Yeah! You idiot! Stop! Krillin, shake him off! <laughs> if you don't give up soon, you'll die of blood loss. <laughs> you do like an old Russian lady now. <laughs> I, it's, it's fluid, I'll be honest. I'm just trying to do the best I can with what I've got. <laughs> Krillin, uh... Does kind of like a air suplex thing. <laughs> yeah, like he jumps up into the air and dive bombs. Fortunately, Dracula Man jumps away and Krillin just hurts himself. Are you all right, Krillin? Oh, he does have a line. You could you, you read it. Kids' blood really tastes good. That was quite a feast. Thanks. <laughs> That was my, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, give up. If you say uncle, we'll give you a blood transfusion. Uh, her ghost friend holding a bag of blood. <laughs> you son of a bitch, you're gonna pay for her. Splurt. Um, out comes all of Krillin's blood. Don't get angry. Calm yourself. You'll just lose more and more blood. Namunidabatsu. Namunidabatsu. Uh, Buddhist prayer. Um, and the bleeding slows down. Ha <laughs> ha It looks like you grew hair, Krillin. Shut up! <laughs> Goes off like a sprinkler again. Um, loses a lot of blood, gets kicked by Dracula Man, out of the ring. That's far enough. Blood, blood trans- Oh, sorry. Blood transfusion, blood transfusion. Hang in there, are you alright? Jeez, you really lost quickly. Because you kept bugging me. Now, who's next? Who wants to fight with my Dracula? Uh, excuse me. Do you mind if we get five people after all? <laughs> ah, see? That's what you get for being overconfident. Hey, these two are small, so can they fight together? Well... Kiki, kiki. Of course, I don't mind. I bet their blood tastes great. Thank you. Just follow my plan, all right? Now, begin the battle. Good luck, Poir. Oopa. Kiki, kiki. Um. Here he comes. Sorry, I manga that's fucked up for me. Oh, okay. Um, All right. So, so Upa starts breathing on Dracula. Whoa! Oh, you just ate some garlic, didn't you? Vampires hate garlic. Here we go. 
Damn it. Fine then. I'll just suck your blood. Uh, dives in at Poir. Transform into an echidna. Uh, <laughs> spiny porcupine. Uh, Dracula man gets a face full of quills from this and hates it. Oopa starts T-posing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Vampires hate crosses more than anything else, right? Yeah, stop. <laughs> Runs away in bat form. Uh, oh, Jesus. Why does Poir know how to turn into a hand? That's fine. Uh, Poir turns into a hamburger helper hand. Um, transform! And smacks Dracula Man into the water, disqualifying him. And, okay. and there you go. Pretty even-handed chapter of Dragon Ball. There goes Dracula Man. We are officially on Dragon Ball Chapter 100 of, uh, let's see. 562, I think. Uh, what is it? Nope, 519. <laughs> we oh, are one-fifth of the way through Dragon Ball. <laughs> Don't tell me that, man. <laughs> anyway. That's terrifying. Although Dracula Man was a strong enough enemy to beat Krillin, he was easily defeated by Poir and Upa's quick thinking. There are still four opponents remaining, however. Oh ho ho, good job finding his weak spots. The fighters only get stronger from here, though. Alright, good job, guys, but you've done enough. Now it's my turn. Okay, thanks. You sure? You only have two people left? You think you two are alone can beat my four? Easily. I'll beat all four of them myself. Hey, man, let me have a fight. You're the special weapon in case we run into trouble. Let me go first. Okay, go on and bring out the next one. Do your best, Yamcha-sama. Ho, ho, ho. He's already here. Huh? Where? I don't see anyone. Is that old bag on senile? <laughs> Can't see him? Can't see him? Well, of course not. He is Suke-san, the Invisible Man. I I invisible Man? Begin the battle! Uh, be this guy, I guess. <laughs> Here I come! Just empty air saying this. Yep. Yamcha gets a shit kicked out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, just punch, punch, punch. Yamcha-sama! Damn it! This isn't fair! Where are you? Where the hell are you? Gah! Gets his clock clean. Um, tries to kick, tries to punch, nothing works. <sighs> D damn you! <laughs> what happened to all that courage you had? Hey, what's going on here? Why is Yamcha jumping around all alone like that? Goku, go hurry and bring Master Roshi and Bulma here. Huh? Why? Just go now. <laughs> Takes off on Nimbus. Flies into the sky. Kintoan. Fuck. Nimbus. <laughs> Who is that kid? Yamcha continues fighting this invisible person. Yeah, the Suke Suke Man, <laughs> which is also a One Piece thing. Um, just, you ever fight someone you can't see? No. Yeah, I bet it sucks. <laughs> this is bad. At this rate, I'll definitely lose. I'll just have to listen for even the slightest possible noise that happens whenever he moves. Uh, here's a crack behind him. Does a running jump kick at it. There! Ha! I nicked you. You may be invisible, but you can't completely erase your presence when you move. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Is this thing... Wait. What? Why does Baba just start singing? Because she's trying to mask the sounds he makes when he walks around. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, I am Uranai Baba. Super cute Uranai Baba. Would you like to know? 
Have you a slightly different sentimental request? <laughs> Takes a punch to the punch, jaw. <laughs> punch. Triple combo. Yum, Chisama. Hang in there. Damn it. If she keeps singing, there's no way for me to hear him move. Had enough? Let me be honest. You have no chance of victory. If only I could see him. You're not going to like this next part, Jack. (laughs) This is about as crude as the crude Dragon Ball humor gets. Oh, yeah, I just... Ah. just... (laughs) Hey, Krillin, I brought them! Yes! Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, he made it! Hmm? What's the big idea? I was just about to go home to the city. What do you need us for? Uh, I would like you to watch this battle. Battle? Yes. Now come over here and watch it, Balmasana. You stay right there, Master Roshi. Huh? What are you doing, Yamcha? Uh, uh, it's Krillin. Hurry up and get over here, Bulma. Look up a bit more, Master Roshi. But then I can't see what's going on. <laughs> this is a really tiring way to watch. Ready? Stay right there. Down! <laughs> Oh, God. Pulls down Bulma's shirt. Master Roshi sees this. Uh, bleeds out all over the wall. Everyone's shocked. <laughs> he bleeds out all over the Invisible Man. We can now see the Invisible Man. This is Krillin's master plan. <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks like a Scooby-Doo villain. Yep. Whoa! Yes, now I can see him! Wolfang Fist! Yamcha starts k- kicking the shit out of the blood-covered Invisible Man. Yeah, uh, I give up. I, I yield. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I was trying to... Um, he looks like a Scooby-Doo villain. Yeah. Is what the, the blood-covered man looks like. <sighs> he did it! Great job, great job! Uh, Bulma <laughs> kicks the shit of, uh, Krillin. <laughs> you think my pure, unspoiled breasts are a tool for you to use? <laughs> but they just helped your boyfriend. <laughs> are you trying to have me die from blood loss? I'm very sorry, but I had no choice. I'll thank you in secret later. <laughs> Bulma is not amused by any of this. Nope. Not bad. These last three are true fighters, though. Oh. <laughs> okay. Jack hated that so much, I thought he exploded there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> There's a part of this that was cut out, and I swear to God, I thought that Jack hated that joke so much that his entire brain shut down. <laughs> it might have, like... <laughs> I, was, I was trying to just, like... I don't know what happened there. My brain completely just, <laughs> like, zoinked out of my gourd. <laughs> um, anyway, chapter 101, The Devil's Cesspool. <laughs> anyway, here's... here's Yamcha's here. Yeah. Master Roshi's... And Bulma, too! You're here! Peace! You're just noticing now? <laughs> hey, is that old lady Uranai Baba? Yes. Then if you came to ask her about the Dragon Ball, what are you doing fighting like this? Uranai Baba usually requires an exorbitant price for her fortunes. People who can't pay up, however, could get a free fortune from defeating her five warriors. You're just as greedy as you've always been. Sis. What do you Uh-oh. mean what do you mean by sis? Uranai Baba's my sister. What? Mm. Long time no see. And it looks like you've just been you're just as lazy as you've always been. Still just as perverted too. Leave me alone. <laughs> if that's the case, Master Roshi, then can you ask her to give us a free fortune? Don't even think about it. 
Money and fighting are my only form of entertainment these days. It's fine. This'll be good training. Well said. For the next fighter, however, we need to change arenas. Follow me. We might as well watch the rest of the battles, then. <laughs> Give me some of that cash, sis. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Get a job! Uh, Bulma and Upa finally acknowledging each other. <laughs> Who are you? My name's Upa. Ah, so your dad is the one Goku wanted to revive with the Dragon Balls. Yes! Don't get too chummy with that lady. She's actually really scary. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? This way. Up this uh, skull staircase. <laughs> this skull that looks like it's screaming or laughing or something. I don't know. I mean, don't all skulls look like that, though? Yeah, I guess, kind of. I guess it's because it's weirdly flat. Like, the, the skull it, is, like, bisected and the jaw is, like, o nailed open to the wall. <laughs> Mm. Anyway. It's like the skull of that weird uh, robot they fought when General yeah. Blue was still alive. Yeah. Toriyama knows how to draw one skull, and he gets uh -huh. so much use out this of it. This one. <laughs> Where the heck is she taking us? To the devil's toilet? Oh, whoops. <laughs> to the devil's toilet! The devil's toilet? The devil's toilet! <laughs> What's that? Do you have any advice? Yes. Don't die. That's my advice. Hmm, I'll take that to heart. The combatants enter here. Everyone else, come with me. You can watch the battle better from above. <laughs> watch from here. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, it's two demon statues shitting. Um, and a giant stone roll of... Paper. <laughs> huh, Toriyama, huh? <laughs> Shit gets weird, man. <laughs> You're not wrong. You'll be fighting on those demon's tongues. Below is a pool of deadly poison. If you fall, you die. I will drop some meat in, so watch closely. Uh, meat goes in, fizzles, gone. As you, as you can see, if you fall in, you'll melt away. I see. So this is the devil's toilet. <laughs> Now's your last chance to give up. You're still young. You don't want to die yet, do you? This looks like fun. There's no way I'm going to give up here. <laughs> that is more like it. Allow me to introduce you to the third warrior. The sisters of sadist and the brothers of pervert. Two really are quite the siblings. Oh, they're all Dragon Quest movie monsters, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. The dried-up gladiator, Mummy-Coon. <laughs> and if you've ever seen one of the, the rock golems from Dragon Quest, just imagine that, but a mummy. <laughs> Jeez. First the Invisible Man, and now a mummy? <laughs> Ready? If you give up or die, you lose. Now then, begin! Huh. He looks like the kind of guy who relies on brute force. Okay then, I'll need to utilize th this narrow ledge and beat him with speed. Yamcha, please don't die! Huh. The mummy also looks extremely smug. Uh-huh. Um, and the mummy is really fast, too. <laughs> <laughs> what? Does an old aura aura on Yamcha. He... He is fast. Really? Eh. Uh, and the mummy, like, cl like, clocks Yamcha in the jaw with the chop. And it looks like Yamcha's gonna die. Mm -hmm. But he grabs onto the demon's tongue to stop from melting. <sighs> Get up. It's no fun if I win this quickly. Baba. Smirk. Chapter 102. <laughs> Goku at the plate. Guess we can see how this is gonna end. <laughs> yeah. Is that the best you got? Ugh. I just can't believe how fast he is. What the heck are you doing? Go take care of that bandaged jerk. Yamcha-sama, please hang in there. Watch this! Wolfang fist! Ah! Mummy, Mummy just dodges everything. Uh, does a sweep on Yamcha and jumps up into the air to do a, 
Oh, knee drop like on the a, gut. <laughs> yeah, knee drop on the gut. Yamcha is out. Yamcha-sama! There's no point in fighting any more than this. Say I give. <laughs> Naturally, he's no match. Yamcha uh, trips him and knocks him out. <laughs> wait, is that... Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, forgive that me. Guy... What? That guy is falling. He did it. Oh, forgive me. Well, <laughs> he uses his bandages to make a rope. <laughs> yeah, like a Spider-Man would. Um, swings back up. Uh, jets off the wall. Spinning flip in the air. Lands back on the demon's tongue. This mummy is the most agile mummy there's ever been. <laughs> You sure use some stupid tactics, don't you? Ready for some payback. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly just morphing this mummy man's voice into the Macho Man Randy Savage. I noticed, <laughs> like... I didn't even I'm realize not... I was doing it until I stopped to think of it for a second. It's <laughs> <laughs> completely fair. Uh, Yamcha gets, uh, again, clocked in the face. Like, this has to hurt. Yeah. Gets kneed in the gut. Yamcha hates this. Hammer fist. He's just getting beat up. You give up? Or do you want me to just drop you into the poison swamp? I I give up. <laughs> you should have said that sooner. <laughs> so it's already over? Boy, what a one-sided match. Um, Yamcha climbing back up, doing the walk of shame. Yamcha-sama! You're right, Yamcha? Man, talk about pathetic. How could you lose to someone that beat up? You do realize that he's not wrapped up in all those bandages because he's injured, right? <laughs> anyway, that guy is so strong it's scary. Ugh. I'm sorry, Goku. I never thought someone of that caliber would be in a place like this. <laughs> so then, who's the last of you five? Let's get this match started, yes? Or will you give up and just end it here? I'm the one. Of course I'll go. Goku, you've already done enough. Please stop. You're going to die. It's fine. It's fine. I'm telling you. Just leave it to me. Give it your all, Goku. Don't die. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> huh, huh. All right. I'm ready whenever you are. <laughs> you've got to be joking. Do you mean that you're the last opponent? <laughs> Not much joy in beating a little runt like that. Master Roshi, no matter how strong Goku may be, does he really have a chance of winning? Hmm. A previous Goku probably couldn't win. However, it looks like he really has gotten better through his recent training of his. Still, I wonder. Alright then, commence the match. Well, whatever. Come at me. Or should I go first? Oh, Goku is stanced. <laughs> That's odd. Despite the stance, he's got absolutely no opening. No weaknesses. <laughs> Alright, one more chapter. Chapter 103, The Power of Goku. Oh, Jesus. Alright, yeah, let's go. <laughs> if you're gonna attack, attack. Shit! For such a tiny little brat, he sure looks big in a weird way. What are you doing? Get things moving, why don't you? All right! Rah! Lunges towards Goku, just gut punches him, uppercut, launcher, uh, 2H, all this shit. <laughs> like, combo, combo, into the demon head, wall splat, on the ground. Oh no, he took that head on! <laughs> it's all over. He wasn't anything special. <laughs> Obviously, you lose if you get knocked out. Hey, kiddo, give some reply if you're not unconscious. Well, how about it, eh? Yep. And he just stands up. What? Now it's my turn. You ready? Step, step, step. I can't believe it. He didn't take any damage from those huge attacks. You bastard. You really that eager to die? Uh punches him goku dodges within an inch and perforates the mummy with his fist <laughs> and the mummy just falls over 
Hey, can you answer me? Hey, huh? No reply, Granny. That means I win, right? Y yeah, that's right. <laughs> I did it! Yahoo! He'd get in the way. He'd get in the way the next match, so I'll carry him over here. <laughs> Just one blow? That's impossible. What's going on? I can't believe that he's this good. That darn Goku has really become something special. Is Goku really that great? Yep, I'm surprised too. This must be why he was able to annihilate the Red Ribbon Army all on his own. <laughs> 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 he's so incredible, but it's hard to tell since he's got just such a cheery expression. Looks like it's going to be a real trial by fire. Granny, all I got to do is beat these next two guys, right? <laughs> Don't get carried away. You won't be laughing for much longer. <laughs> Cut away to these two bozos. Oh, yeah, we have Satan and a guy in a kitty cat mask. And a halo. Yeah. Uh, I'll be Demon Man. Okay. Uh, that brat seems quite good. <laughs> what? What's so funny? Oh, it's nothing. Nobody's ever come this far. There's no way he can defeat me. Alright, here's my fourth contestant. Ackman, you're up. Ackman. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, it might be like Aku-man, which is like, would be like Demon-man. I don't know. I guess. Anyway, Goku's speaking for everyone here when he says... Oh, this is a perfect <laughs> thumbnail. Man, it's nothing but freaks. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta clip this. This is useful. <laughs> what? She's already bringing Ackman out? He's supposed to have her served as her fifth man up till now. This must mean she's got someone even more amazing prepared for the end. Oh boy, does yeah. she ever. Oh, does she? Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, Ackman jumps up. What? He gonna fly? That's cheating, isn't it? That's a real funny out-of-context statement in, in the context of the rest of this series. <laughs> sure. Uh, sorry. I was trying to remember what Ackman's voice was. <laughs> Kiddo, shall I carry you away to my homeland? To hell? Die! Goku kicks him. <laughs> yeah, kicks him with oh, chin music. Ackman is like almost knocked out. What? All right, I guess we'll leave it there. In uh, next chapter, we're gonna see what happens with Ackman, and the following chapter is the final fight of this uh, little mini tournament arc, which is actually a very fun, interesting end to it. So look forward to that. And I think that's gonna do it for another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, episode one ninety nine. Next mm -hmm. week. Is episode two hundred? I'm is it now? Scared. I'm no. scared, Jack. Are you scared? Why are you scared? I'm scared, Jack. I feel like once you get to a certain amount of episodes, nothing's the same anymore. It's gonna really? feel. It's gonna feel different. Well, you see, now we play like the uh, <laughs> what, if, Andy. Yeah. What if we? What if instead of like going to uh, episode two hundred and then like two hundred one and so on and so forth, after episode two hundred we go back to episode one hundred ninety nine? <laughs> <laughs> the podcast just stuck in Groundhog Day forever. No, no, it goes down. Oh. Like, <laughs> like we do one ninety nine again, then one ninety eight, one ninety seven, and we just like we went to two hundred and we going right back see how far we get by episode zero <laughs> yeah like we're definitely gonna finish before episode zero but it would be fun to see yeah all right well i don't know what this show is gonna look like on episode 200 it could be the same as it always is could be totally different i'm scared to find out but i hope that would require planning on our part which yeah is we don't we, we don't, don't do that we put minimum i mean i put minimum 20 minutes of work and like maybe then maximum half an hour of work into the show every week. So that would be asking for a little much, 
but and the show is an hour long (laughs) (laughs) that's the joke (laughs) anyway jack just tell him the thing tell him tell him the thing tell him the thing well everybody you can find us on soundcloud you can find us on twitter at jojo underscore cast which has links to all of our episodes uh, and our Spotify and our RSS feed. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Just post that RSS feed in there. Like, comment, give us a subscribe. Don't just tell us how you think we're doing. I want some feedback. Yeah, you, you feedback, feedback. But until then, everybody, we will catch you next week for whatever the big two zero zero looks like. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye.